Hello and welcome to the Meta Era Nerds podcast. This week's Meta, Geek Week, TVs and shows, anime announcements, video games, and summer game fest. We are your nerds, Marcus and Rico. So this week, we kind of want to change it up a bit. Well, not you know change it up completely, right? But we want to be a little bit more informal as far as um, that open discussion that we usually have. So we wanted to kind of start that open discussion from the get-go since there was just a vast amount of stuff you know, that was revealed. There was a lot of announcements. There was just you know information on information on information. So we wanted to kind of go ahead and kind of go down our uh, Discord and some of the announcements that we were able to post and kind of give our thoughts, you know, real time as we see these things again. Because Rico and I have not discussed anything prior to anything that's been discussed, anything that's been shown. So it's going to be a fresh take, you know. So hopefully we get that informal discussion going and um, you guys can, you know, give us your thoughts or, you know, whatever you want to do. So we're going to open it up first with news. I'm going to hand it off to Rico. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, like Marcus said, we really haven't gone through any of this, and I think uh, it's very fitting. We start off with news. Uh, to me, the biggest news of the week was probably that E3 is officially set for next year. Uh, you know, being that our first episode was kind of like the cancellation of E3. Uh, you know, it's just nice that it's going to be back. It's something we all enjoy uh, as uh, in the gaming world. Um, it's going to be back both physically and digitally next year. Uh, I don't think we have a date yet, but it's just nice that it's confirmed. Uh, I mean, I think that's awesome. Um, I know E3 in the past has gotten a lot of, it's got a lot of flack. You know, they always get the negative people out there. It's dead, it's dead, it's dead. But when it's kind of, when it's kind of actually disappearing, we don't have that central hub that people look forward to, right? This festival that people are, are, you know, are talking about, you know, we have other things in place and now everything's kind of just sporadic and some people mind that, you know, and, but in my opinion, I just, I really like the whole festivity factor behind it, you know, kind of looking forward to E3 as a weekend, it's E3, it's here, we're going to get all these things. My only issue is that I hope, you know, they find some way to kind of bring these companies and bring these developers and bring these people back on board. Um, I think Nintendo, I, I'm sorry, I think Xbox would, you know, hands down, get back on board. I know PlayStation hasn't been part of it for a while. And I even think Nintendo, if they can get Nintendo and Xbox and get these, you know, big developers back in check, I think that would be a huge step, you know, forward for E3 in general. So hopefully they surprise us and give us good stuff. And, you know, it can be put on, put back on the map as, you know, the summer gaming uh, fest festival that we all look forward to yeah i think uh I, I agree like it does get a lot of flack but um i also think like you don't really know what you have until it's not there anymore and like here like yes we had we've had like a sony state of play today we had game fest we had uh we have xbox and bethesda coming up we have a couple more things uh rumors of a nintendo direct coming up uh I guess it's just nice, maybe maybe because we're used to it, but it's just nice, like you say, to have like that central hub, that central uh, event or weekend or week, whatever, what what have you, like that, where you know you're gonna get like back to back, big things, big things, big things. Uh, something to look forward to, man. Overall, you know. Yeah, something like for example that I enjoyed a lot uh, watching. This week, which is kind of like an E3 sort of thing, but was specific to Netflix, was the Geek Week. Uh, so that, that's been a fun watch of like what's coming up, what they're working on. Uh, they had some, some little interviews and stuff. So with that, 
uh, we can kind of just transition straight into like TV and movies and some of the stuff that we saw there, maybe. Uh, one of the one of the most interesting things I thought that I heard coming out of the week from Geek Week is that uh, I guess they confirmed that Stranger Things season five is going to have a time jump. Uh, I'm not I'm still not sure exactly how I feel about that. I have my theories as to what's going to happen. Again, we covered like our our uh, we had our Stranger Things reaction and different stuff in a, a special podcast episode we had last week. Uh, so I won't go into any of that now. Uh, that was just one of the big things I saw, at least coming out of that. Uh, anything from the Geek Week that caught your eye, Marcus? Um, Geek Week, uh, I, I started off with films first, right? I went films, shows, and then animation, right? That was a three-day three Geek Week thing going on there, right? If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. As far as um films were concerned and i'm trying to remember more or less and i'm, I'm kind of i'm here on my discord i'm kind of going down the list more or less of what we saw uh one of the things that stuck out to me from the get-go that i thought was just stunning now i'm not i've i've seen and i'm we talked about it last time i actually saw the first the first episode of one piece finally but i wanted to talk about those um behind the scenes of netflix live action one piece and i'm not a fan of live action anime stuff uh just because obviously you know it's it's it, it has its niche it's a niche you know people like it or some people say it's cringe you know and stuff like that but but it has it has its audience obviously if they keep you know pulling them out so now we're getting this one piece live action you know very similar to the death note treatment where it was kind of americanized right we kind of made it here but the one thing i'm going to say man was those scenes and those sets that they were showing off like like the their ship their and and the inside and the bar it, it was it was super well done spectacular looking i was mind blown by some of the images and the videos that they were showing off um for the one piece set so that was super cool to see i was just i freaked and i said oh my god like look at this man obviously you know they they put a lot of thought into it which is awesome is what you want to see so that was cool i don't know if you saw those did you see those things the oh the set? oh Oh yeah, I uh, right away like I I was like taken aback as to uh you know the set and the them just building, you know they they show like what the what the set looks like like outside of what we're going to see it in the show and I just thought wow, like I'm not a one piece person, but I I was very impressed by the setting and them saying like well, like this is where so and so like hangs out. This is where so and so hangs out like trying to stay true to form to you know, their source material. So I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Again, I'm not a super big One Piece person, but uh, I, I've never even read or watched anything. But that I, I had a really like big appreciation for, you know, the, the set, them trying to them again, like I'm saying, uh, trying to stay true to form to like this guy hangs out here, this guy hangs out here or like this is where we'll see this. I was just impressed by what I saw also. So I'm definitely going to check it out. Likewise. And again, it was huge. And I, and, and we said before, and I think we were talking about the movie poster. I was like, it's time. And I did jump on that first episode. It's been years. And as much as I've seen, and I've, and I've seen a lot, you know, in the hundreds easy. And I've just never gone about down to one piece because of how daunting it is. And I think that's, that's what I've chalked it up to, but I finally took the plunge. I'm going through it. Um, just because, it, you know, I want, and especially, you know, uh, 
what's going on right now with One Piece, but I'll get I'll get more into that when we get into the the anime section. But from there, I don't know if you saw the Sandman trailer. Did, um, did you did you catch that? That yeah, that was gonna be my big thing that I said that like that was my biggest takeaway. That was the thing I found most exciting. Oh no, Sam! It looked, it looked, it looked amazing. And again, when you see the attention to detail and stuff like that, especially with some, it's just some of the environments, man. Oh my god, the environments, the tones looked great. And if you're not familiar with the Sandman, for any, anybody out there, it's my, my Neil Gaiman. He's he's a I, I would say I, I would say a horror writer, if you want to call it something more for the young adult. Um, Sandman being his. You know, probably his greatest work to date. Maybe he might come out with another one or something else later down the line. I've read a couple of his things. Uh, not Sandman in particular, as far as the graphic novel, but I have read some of his novels, novels, um, being an English teacher. But for the most part, it looked epic. It looked awesome. And hopefully that's the next, you know, you know, that's just because of fantasy, you know, just fantasy in general just is one of my niches. So hopefully it does, you know, do it justice what were your thoughts on that i just thought it looked uh it, it looked phenomenal and i'm not too familiar with the with the comic book or any of that but just the whole fantasy thing also is right up my alley it's something i really enjoy uh i know that the main character is supposed to be something along the lines of like the king of dreams or something like that and we end up with like demons and lucifer and stuff like that so i i was just always super interested in stories like that and you know there's just the possibilities for something like that is endless so uh i'm all for it and i'm hoping that they knock it out of the park absolutely it, it looked it looked great um were there any other movies or any other of the films that you saw there that that cut your eye for the at least week one of geek week oh uh, let me see I don't think so. I think that, I mean, there was little things that were, like, fun to watch, but uh, you know what? The uh, the Resident Evil show. Yeah. The Resident Evil. Uh, not, 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 not films, but I guess. That yeah, we have a German show. That'd be week two. You can go ahead and you can start that off. I, w- I was just going to say, like, anything Resident Evil, I'm always down for. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm, uh, I think they said that this is going to go more around the story of wesker's daughter uh yeah. so i'm yeah. i'm interested i'm interested to see like what what the story to be told there is uh i don't know much about it i didn't even know wesker had a daughter to be completely Did, honest neither do i, I that's because we play I, I, I remember i remember well i remember jake like from resident evil 6 uh-huh. Uh, and him being like Wesker's son, I didn't, I had no idea there was ever like any talk or anything about a daughter. So I'm just interested in store on, in this story. Yeah, as far as actual shows, again, this is not, uh, and I'm thinking um, the actual shows that were announced. It's it's not really coming to me. I paid more attention to the week three with the animation stuff, you know, for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, but I did check out the sonic central and there was they are uh, netflix and just happened to have be at the same time as week two so i guess it kind of coincides where they were coming out with sonic prime which is um and it it teased shadow the hedgehog you know on netflix so that looked real cool so i'm uh, sonic i'm always excited about that especially you know just being the the way it's being put back on the map is really cool 
Um, as far as week two shows, anything else from Geek Tweak as far as shows? Because there's something that that you know that you put here on the, on the Discord that I'm just itching to talk about on HBO Max. So before I get to that, I want to make sure that you're done with your shows for uh, week two. Uh, from Geek Week, from Geek Week, nothing really. Uh, there's a couple of other things. Uh, I was gonna mention. Uh, uh, movies black adam we got our first look at black adam yeah uh i thought the trailer looked pretty cool have you seen have uh, you seen uh, shazam no i've never seen shazam oh okay i, I saw shazam and i loved it uh, i i loved everything about it so i hope well black adam and shazam obviously being the you know their rivals destined to you know fight each other all that good stuff um the black adam trailer honestly looked looked real nice and dc I, has I, this thing where their sets just look gorgeous and this is no exception from the trailer yeah I, th- I thought it looked phenomenal so i'm i'm excited that that uh that got me a little bit more excited than the other things i had were uh joker yeah joker two confirmed right yeah i had been i had been reading uh rumors about it but then they finally confirmed it uh, which honestly, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I feel like Joker one was like Joker itself was such a home run. Like, I'm like, what else is there? Yeah, I mean, kind of. It was a different take from the get go, and I think we all knew that right for when we saw the first Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. So, if Todd Phillips is back to directing it, I would honestly expect something fresh, something new, something different. Right, and and we mentioned the end scenes. And if you haven't seen Joker, it's a quick um, a spoiler here. Uh, if you haven't seen the end, right, where uh, Joker was, you know, incited this riot towards the end, and the robber or uh, the man who killed Bruce Wayne's parents was, uh, it, it was weird, you know, indirect connection to Joker, which I thought was uh, interesting there, and in the fact where you know Joker's right, you know, just riding in the taxi, and you know, the end scene was just epic, and he ends up in Arkham. So I would have put it past Todd Phillips to maybe do something cool with a folly ado. Right? Is that is that the title, the actual title? Joker yeah. Two. Yeah, that's that's the the title at least for now. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, and, and I saw that Todd Phillips is 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 writing it. He's directing. Okay. He's also writing it, and I was looking at some of the stuff that he's written, and this is kind of like Joker is like his one thing that's like in this genre. Everything else to me seemed like it was all pretty much like comedy kind of stuff so so that makes me that makes me feel like was this like like his <laughs> a fluke? I, 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 I hope not right because any any joker's one of my favorite characters so ever uh, the movie the yeah the movie was phenomenal uh i just don't know like it makes me nervous like <laughs> yeah, I get like, you. I like, get you. Please, like, please hit a home run again. <laughs> because if you not, if not, you're gonna be very disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I hope it's not a fluke. As you just say, it, man, you go right and say it. But no, well, I mean, I, I can't say those words. I, I can't. I can't put that out there. Uh, you know, and obviously, there's a lot more story to be told in the background of the Joker, being where it left off, like him going to Arkham. Maybe we'll see him. Uh interact with uh dr harleen quinzel uh maybe we'll see a little bit more of uh the storyline of uh bruce wayne's parents being killed by somebody inspired by the joker uh 
countless things you can go into. I just don't know in this, like, uh, it's just hard. It's going to be hard to follow that, that movie that we just saw. Yeah. But either way, it's, it's going to be exciting. I mean, if Joaquin Phoenix killed it, dude, and honestly, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, man, it's going to be good. I don't worry about him like whatsoever. Like Joaquin Phoenix and the performance, like, like it's there. Like the thing is, what story is there to be told? Uh, yeah, that's that's the big thing for me. Yeah, not the acting, not the characters, not the setting, because that's all going to be relatively the same, which is top tier. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the other things I had were uh, Thunderbolts. Did you see that the announcement for Thunderbolts? Oh no, I'm not sure. I'm not following. Uh, a Thunderbolt. Thunderbolts is essentially. Marvel's version of the Suicide oh, Squad. Oh, okay, okay, yes, yes, okay. It was just okay. I know. I, I that was not today, right? The Thunderbolts was not today. Yes. Yeah, I did see that. As far as um, Marvel's Thunderbolt, but I just saw the still in the picture. The guy in the front looked like Deadpool, but I, I'm not familiar with Thunderbolts at all. I couldn't tell you anything about them, so that's not. I. It looked the only uh, the only good. thing that to me was very exciting is uh, obviously like. Marvel has had a little bit better quality in terms of films than DC yeah. has up to up to now. So I would think that they would do a little bit better. And just there's a lot of those uh, characters that have potential to be in a film like this, which would be like uh, Yelena from uh, the Black Widow series, uh, Baron Zemo, uh, U.S. Agent. Some of these characters that we've seen like throughout some of the series. Uh, that I think could really like shine here. And uh, they all had, I don't know if you've seen all the series that these guys are in. Have you seen Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, I'm, I'm actually behind a couple of those. Okay. So in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we do see Zemo, which uh, Zemo comes out in uh, Civil War, not, not Civil War, the one before. Uh, Iron, uh, not Iron Man, Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. He comes out in Winter Soldier. Uh, Yelena comes out in Hawkeye and in the Scarlet Witch movie. I mean, Scarlet, uh, not Scarlet, uh, Black Widow, Mm -hmm. the Black Widow movie. Uh, we also possibly might get Taskmaster, is also rumored to be in here, which is also in the Black Widow movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, so just like some of those villains, like us being able to see them a little bit more developed i think than we than which would what was uh what ultimately we got in suicide squad where they kind of just threw all these characters together and you know here have at it yeah uh so i i mean i think there's a lot of potential there uh and being that we've already learned a little bit about some of these characters i'm i'm excited go for it okay so one of the things i wanted to kind of piggyback off of from the DC that you mentioned, you even said her name, Harleen, Dr. Harlan Quinzel. Now, there, and you posted it from Twitter, and I was super excited. Um, we are getting the third season of Harley Quinn on HBO Max, and I loved it. I loved the series. I, you know, it was epic. It was great. Um, I did, but there is actually a comic book series. I actually have the comic book series. I have a couple of the variants. Super, super huge fan of of Jess's anim, of this animation, DC, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Doctor Psycho. You know, it's it's awesome. So 
super excited for that. Can't wait. You know, it's going to be back this summer. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, you have to because the comedy is golden and it's 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 amazing. It's epic. It's awesome. So Harley Quinn, y'all got to check it out for real. Uh, Aside from that, the, the, the last thing I had on uh, on uh, I was going to save it since uh, we're touching on HBO shows, uh, The Last of Us. We got our first like little still. Uh, I think yesterday or day before, and then today again more news coming from uh, Naughty Dog, and I think they even included some of the announcements and stuff. Uh, in Game Fest, which we'll touch up later, that uh, tomorrow uh, is supposed to be their last day of shooting. So then they'll go into the editing phase and all that. Uh, do we have a date on The Last of Us? I don't think so. I think all it said is that it's wrapped filming. So we could be expecting a release date soon, possibly even either early, either late 2022 or early 2023 if they wrapped up filming. So. But no, they haven't given us a date yet. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, they're just filming. They're just finished wrapping. So it's, it'll, it'll be a while, I think, for the most part. Um, especially since, well, yeah, you mentioned, right? We'll get to it when we get to Game Fest. Um, about the, the Last of Us stuff. Uh, but other than that, I th- I'm pretty much done with the week one and week two. I do want to get into week three of Geek Week just fairly quickly. I don't know if you if you actually got to see some of that stuff. Uh, I saw I saw a couple things here and there. Nothing that was that was crazy to me. So I'll just let you go for it. All right. Well, as far as Geeks Week now, uh, Arcane right off the bat, everybody was asking for Arcane. It got to the point where even the chat was saying, "Oh, y'all are annoying." And I'm just like, "Hey, if you don't hate on people because they want something, you know what I mean?" But there was no official announcement of Arcane season two. Unfortunately, all they said that it was it was in development still. Um. So that was kind of a bummer, but as, as, as we know we're getting season two at least, and that's good enough for me. Uh, that was kind of a you know, little heartbreak. But other than that, there were a couple of interesting things. I didn't want to get too much into this. Uh, there was something called Intergalactic, which is a project by Kid Cudi, and I forgot. Somebody else was, was working on him. It was supposed to be like a, a tripped-out adult love story um, musical thing going on here. And as a matter of fact, he's supposed to release either a soundtrack or either a few songs related to Intergalactic, um, his animation um, on Netflix. So um, even the character, it's an animated Kid Cudi. And, and Rico and I, you know, big Kid Cudi fans, we love his music. So this was something that obviously stuck out. So I hope it's good, you know, something to look forward to. Uh, another thing was the cyberpunk anime. And that was a big, big thing. Um, I believe the Netflix, or it's Geek Week, Week 3, um, had promoted was the Cyberpunk anime. It looked gorgeous. It looked really good. I have not played the game. I know Rico's dab- dabbled in it more than I have, quite a bit more, a lot more. You know, Obviously, I haven't. Uh, but it looked amazing. If you haven't checked out the trailer, check it out. See if it's right up your alley. The characters, um, again, I'm not sure exactly what the game entails or what it's like, but they looked awesome. The designs looked great. So something to look forward to there. And then one of the things, and this is more personal for me, was Inside Job Season 2. I have seen Inside Job on Netflix, and I love Season 1. Government Conspiracies, it's just, it's 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 an awesome. That's an awesome animation show that is getting its season two and they did release the first five minutes of the first episode of season two so uh inside job also making a you know a comeback for that 
other than that, I think for as far as Geek Week, Geek Week is concerned, I'm pretty much done. Um, did you have anything else be- Geek Week before I move on to the anime part, Rico? No, I mean for for not... for TV and movies and Netflix and all that, I'm pretty much done. So on to anime with Senpai Marcus. <laughs> Senpai now. Uh, all right. So a couple of big things. It's it's. I'm I'm gonna try not to go too too much. I always say that, right? But I'm gonna try to get through it quickly. Uh, right off the bat, the Berserk manga is to continue after the creator's death with his close friend, uh, Kentaro. Is that me, Gura? Uh, is set to publish and keep publishing the story of Berserk until its completion. So that was huge, huge, huge news uh, for Berserk fans. And then one, the One Piece manga, and this is what I kind of teased earlier, is going on a one-month one hiatus to uh, prepare for the final saga. Now, it says final saga. It doesn't say final arc. <laughs> and the final saga could be just... It could be long. So I know people are not ready for the ending of One Piece, considering it's been around, you know, the anime's been around since 1999, the manga, you know, uh, a little older. So um, I'm not sure exactly how much time is left. I know years ago, he said we were at the halfway point. This must have been like in 2015 or 16. So the final saga could basically be just about anything. But nonetheless, huge news that One Piece, you know, is finally entering one of those final stages. Um, we did get a trailer for the One Piece uh, film read. If you haven't checked it out, feel free to do so. We also got a trailer for Vinland Saga Season 2. If you have not checked out Vinland Saga on Amazon, you got to watch it. It's it's epic. It's, I you know, I don't say Game of, game of Thrones, Vikings, but, you know, it's anime. So I like anime over everything else. Um, it's epic. Got to give it a watch. So Season 2 is coming out January 2023. So that is huge news. And then Rico had posted this from Twitter, and it's Call of the it's it's called Call of the Night. It's an anime. I the name wasn't ringing a bell, but when I saw the main character, the vampire, the vampire girl, instant I recognized her instantly because people have been I guess you know posting about her for uh, quite a while already. I recognized her immediately, and it's actually as far as the, even the manga is concerned, it's supposed to be one of the better mangas that are out there right now. So that one has a lot of potential coming out, um, scheduled for July 7th. So I'm going to be checking that one out. Um, so, you know, hopefully it's going to be good. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's going to be good if, it, if, if it's anything like the manga and the, what people have been saying. So I know a lot of people are super stoked about that. And then just to kind of wrap up the anime part, I did mention Cyberpunk already. If you haven't checked out the first look, go ahead and check out that teaser trailer. And then, and this is more for Rico, um, kind of, and this actually came out during Geek Week 3 for the anime was The Seven Deadly Sins is getting a part, a part one film called The Grudge of Edinburgh, but it's featuring Meliodas' son. So, and I'm all, I've been talking to Rico about um, The Four Nights of the Apocalypse already for months, and it's awesome. Um, you have The Four Nights, and this one's, and Meliodas' son is one of the Four Nights of the Apocalypse. So the fact that we, we are getting him are already in an anime is huge and again that four nights of the apocalypse is already announced later so uh something exciting to watch something new and i personally and i don't know if i get a lot of a flag for about this but i i'm enjoying the, the you know i'm enjoying i'm enjoying their kids a lot uh maybe to a point where i can even say I'm, i might i might be enjoying it more than i did seven deadly since because they're just awesome all of them everyone they're all good so if you haven't checked it out uh for uh, for Knights of the Apocalypse, and the movie The Seven Deadly Sins, Grudge of Edinburgh. So that kind of wraps up the anime part. 
and we can now get into the gaming part. And when I say gaming, we're going to be talking about um, some announcements that are out there that have been out there and uh, Summer Game Fest. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Rico so you can take off on this part of the show. Uh, so I felt I felt like one of the huge things coming out of this week uh, in terms of gaming is that the Grammys are going to add an award for video game soundtracks. Now, awesome. it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be called the best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media. And this is going to start at the 65th uh, Grammy Awards, which will be in 2023. So next year. We'll get our first uh, video game soundtrack Grammy. And I, I really want to know how they're going to go and nominate these video game soundtracks, man, because, man, there's some epic stuff out there. <laughs> like, that's intense. Yeah. It's I, I mean, music, music and the score, uh, you know, is such a huge part of the all the games we play. And I, I think, like, it's a part of these games that gets taken for granted, like, so often. You oh, know, yeah. just the vibe and the ambiance and the excitement of, you know, a bo- boss battle music or just, you know. Or the, ha- the, Halo, the, ha- the Halo opener. Like, come on, man. It's yeah. iconic. You know what I mean? You even, go from even, even just open world. Yeah, like, even just, like, open world themes. Like, oh, it's crazy. I know, and you have orchestras, you have choirs, you know, and if you, and it, what's what's tripped out is that the music can be good in any form. And I, the Legend of Zelda soundtrack to me is just epic. And one of the soundtracks I actually listen to a lot is the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack from Part One and Two. And you know, uh, I forget, I forgot his name. Um, the composer for Donkey Kong Country, um, he actually did the one for Tropical uh tropical freeze um also recently it's not wise it's it's yeah david wise um did the soundtrack so phenomenal job and i'm just kind of thinking myself now that they're it's long overdue it was it's it's hype city just so we can you know listen to these great um soundtracks that they have to offer but it's gonna be awesome it's out that was fun to see yeah very very exciting uh so i mean Step it up, uh, sound people. You're gonna be the y'all are gonna be one of the first ones to get this award. So. They're gonna take over. They're gonna their music man is gonna take over, and it's it's long overdue because there's some great stuff out there, iconic stuff out there. So it's mind blowing. So um, I think some of the other big news, at least to me, was uh, you know we we continue to talk. We always are talking about Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, and how it's so amazing. And I felt like two of the announcements they had this week for Game Pass were I, is another huge step in making Game Pass just have this insane value. Uh, the first one being that uh, Samsung is partnering with Xbox to bring an Xbox app to all the smart TVs starting in 2022 or the 2022 line. I think on June 30th, I think was the date they said. They're going to upload the app and you'll be able to play games, Game Pass games, I guess, probably through the cloud or the games that are specifically run off the cloud on your TV. And all you're going to need is a controller. Uh, so basically, you're going to be using like their X Cloud service or cloud service to play Game Pass games with just a controller. You don't even need a console. 
I think that's insane. Yeah. That's uh, next level gaming right there, man. So that, and then along with, uh, I was reading too that they are looking at implementing something where if you are a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber. That's us. Uh, yeah, us, uh, we're two of them. You, <laughs> they are going to implement something where we will be able to play games uh, through the cloud that are non-Game Pass games that we own. Uh-huh. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool too. Another little feature that they're gonna sneak in there, uh, you know, are the Elden Rings, the any of the games that just are not Game Pass games, not first party uh, Xbox games that we'll be able to take with us on the go too, not just uh, their specific games. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know if you have thoughts on that or if you have other stuff you wanted to add in uh, in terms of gaming before we dive into Game Fest. Uh, well, I mean. As far as that's concerned, again, just Xbox. And I'm always, I'm always saying that. I know people uh, in the past have always said things about Xbox, man. man but those, like, <laughs> like how do you, how do you beat it, man? It's just they're always about the gamer. They're always about the consumer. Just doing things, not even require requiring a console. Like, like that's next level stuff, man. So it's awesome to see, you know, them take the initiative for gamers, right? Especially the Game Pass, and they're about it, and they're sticking with it. And you know what? It's that model of business has performed wonderfully for them uh just a couple of things before we move to game uh game fest uh i and i and you had posted this god of war ragnarok has reportedly suffered a fresh delay and i don't know about you guys but i'm always a fan of delays just because you know that they're working at they're working real hard on, on this and they're polishing it up as best they can and it's god of war so at the end of the day you can't go wrong um not to be released until 2023 so there is a delay on that and then there was this one uh which piqued my interest it says xbox will uh says it will release at least five first party games in the next year at least five and rico knows where i'm going with this already um and if i don't see it in xbox's showcase i'm gonna riot um i want to see fable and I just wanted to give a shout out to Fable because I love those games. So Fable better be one of those first, you know, five first party games, and it better it better not be Halo Five, Six, Seven, Gears of War, Four. Uh, what is it? Seven and Eight. So, What's wrong asking. with that? There's What's wrong, wrong with Gears that. of War and Halo, bro? I want to see variety. I want to see different. I want to see different things. So it says, "Oh, first five party games." Yeah. Oh, here, here you go. Uh, Halo, Halo Collection. Uh, whatever it gets, Halo Collection. That's different. Halo Seven, Eight, Nine, Gear, <laughs> Gears of War Ultimate, Super Duper Deluxe Edition. I, I want to see Fable. I want to see some old stuff. There was a game back in the day called Mech Assault. I would not. I would love to see another Mech game. You know, some of those franchises. Uh, there was a game Jada Empire that released on Xbox when I was like just different things and fresh things. I know. Xbox kind of got away from the uh, JRPG market. It would be, you know, it would be fun to watch them come back and try to do something with that. So that'd be kind of cool, or, you know, as far as introduce a first a first party thing. Um, so we'll see. Uh, so we kind of want to throw that out there. But other than that, I think I'm set. I just want to give a little shout out to those five first party games that Xbox might be announcing. Um, so you can you can kick off the yeah, game fest. I, I think. Uh, well, real quick, I just wanted to touch on those. Uh, I'm not sure if this uh, Xbox, if these first party games are going to be strictly just their games, or also, you know, I, I'm thinking also that we have uh, now that we have 
Bethesda, and then we have Activision and Blizzard in the fold. How many of those games are going to be games made by those studios who are now under Xbox? Because remember, like we have, we still have Starfield coming. I think that one's already been announced. It's not going to come till next year, but that could fall in at this point. That can still fall within the realm of in the next year. We also have uh, we have Diablo, uh, Overwatch Two. Um, we also have we, we also have Elden Ring, uh, six or I mean Elder Scrolls Six, which, which which I which I think uh, I think that's probably a little too far off because I think uh, Bethesda more than likely is focused on Starfield and making sure they get that right and ready. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on with uh, the God of War, uh, I, I know it it's not an official thing; it's just a rumor that it's been delayed. But I think that we didn't see it in state of play or that the rumor had been that we were going to get this God of War Ragnarok in September. But it was one of those things where like, okay, like it's coming, it's coming. We haven't heard anything. We haven't seen anything other than that, I think, first announcement, right? Yeah. Where they just kind of gave us the title. So that's, uh, again, like that, that screamed to me like, uh, what was going on with Starfield? I remember uh, speaking to Marcus a couple, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Like, dude, this Starfield game, like, we don't even know what it is, and it's supposed to be coming out this year. Uh, so, even if this is, even if this is just a rumor, still, like, I feel like if we don't see something big in the next week or so, like, it has to be delayed, and probably for good reason. Like Marcus uh, says, you know, uh, I would rather them take their time and give people i'm not i'm not on uh i'm not on playstation but uh you want people to have like a good game a finished game a polished game uh so yeah um if if that's gonna lead to if a delay is gonna lead to things like that you know i'm all for it as well yes wholeheartedly but uh yeah we can hop straight into game fest which was actually earlier today uh, I had a couple of good takeaways. I don't know if you want to go first or you kind of just uh, go back and forth. I go back and forth. I do got a couple of things. Again, just stuff that caught my eye, uh, stuff that looked interesting. Again, this is, I'm not saying I'm going to play these things, but I'm definitely going to keep them on my radar uh, up until the finished product. Maybe see if I'm going to jump into it or not. So um, I can go first and then kind of go from there. Uh, and I, I did, I think I did it in terms of just as I was watching, all I, I was watching. I paid attention. I would write down the name. That's kind of the way I went. So one, some might be a little bit more, I guess, more popular, smaller, or bigger than others. But uh, the first one I saw was uh, Stormgate, and it looked really cool. And then I found out it was an RTS real-time strategy game, and that piqued my interest even more. And then I found out it was from uh, Frost. Remember we talked about uh, was it Frost? Uh, was it Frost Giant Games? Frost Giant. It was those people. Yeah, it was those people who left uh, Star- the veterans from uh, StarCraft Two who left to create this game. So uh, I was like, okay, instantly on my radar. Okay. It's, you know, um, it's been a while since I've played a, a, a real-time strategy game, especially one, you know, um, cause I, I adore Starcraft and Warcraft. So this one it looked interesting. It looked great. I'm totally on board. I'll, I'll be keeping my eye on this one for a while. Um, just because, you know, it looked good. I don't know if it had a super cool little cin- cinematic in the beginning uh, between like this mech and these demons. So it looked intense. Yeah, I I, uh, I saw that one. Uh, it looked pretty cool. 
Uh, for me, right off the bat, uh, we had already gotten a little bit of an announcement, but uh, uh, Modern Warfare 2. I'm, I'm super hyped. Uh, we got a little bit more of a trailer, which uh, I thought was kind of slow compared to some of the other stuff that we've seen. So I think maybe the trailer wasn't ex as exciting as some of the stuff we've seen in recent years. But I think graphically it looks awesome. Uh, still no multiplayer. I think all we got was a playthrough of a of a level. But that's just something that's on my radar because I. Even though, like, I know, I feel like the time that we put into Call, Call of Duty and games like that just seems shorter and shorter every year. I feel like it's just a staple of of gaming that I always, like, try to play every single year. It's uh, awesome. Either way, it's awesome to hear just because I know people get people like I'm I'm that guy who just wants something. Oh, something fresh, something new. Uh, but hey, if you're a fan and you're going back to you're you're keeping it, you're you're keeping them alive, man. I know there's millions of people who are doing the same. So, kudos to you, kudos to you guys. You know, for real. Yeah. So the uh, next, uh, I, I I think I think just one of the other things that they touched on for Modern Warfare Two is they're they're not gonna do zombie mode. Uh, which I I mean I'm a zombie guy, but uh, I'm okay with it. Like if if the, if it means that they're gonna focus more on on things like uh, their story campaign and multiplayer more so because that's like the, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of the game where probably 99%, 99.9% of the population is waiting for. Uh, I just hope. Have they ever, um, have they ever made a, I don't think they have, right? And I've played Call of Duty. I've played several, a lot of them, but it's not coming to me. If they were to just totally make an additional uh, uh, Call of Duty game, specifically Call of Duty Zombies, you know, and and they have uh, I'm thinking of the World at War series. I don't know, uh, is it uh, what's their name? Um, Tre Treyarch. Treyarch, yeah. I was like, it's not Infinity War. Treyarch. If Treyarch just, and I know, I know they tried, and they think they're they're the more are they the ones who are more focused on zombie mode than anything else? They're the ones that started it, and then there's been like different iterations over the years. Uh, that that the other companies have done, but Treyarch is probably like the the more well known central. Like they started it, they have like a like a continuous storyline with characters, uh, in timelines and stuff like that. Like it's this crazy big thing, like that yeah. you you get to stories and backstories and stuff like that. When you complete like the Easter eggs, you get cutscenes and stuff like that. Uh, and there's always been talks about a solo zombies experience. Oh, okay. That's what I was asking. Uh, That's what I was asking. And they've released like special editions of games of the games like later where like you you pretty much are just buying uh buying the stuff to play like zombies and you're just buying also like the DLCs to have like the complete uh the complete like zombie maps uh, just to have the complete list of the zombie maps for i think it was black ops 3 i think they released a thing called the uh, zombie the zombie chronicles pack or something like that uh-huh uh where you would get like some of the remastered maps and the maps for that specific game but uh, there's been talks about it they just have never done like the standalone thing uh i don't know if this is kind of hinting towards that uh Maybe that's why they left it out. Maybe it's going to end up being something like Warzone, where it's kind of like its own thing. That, yeah, that, that uh, would be a good idea, too. 
the only thing is that being that now there's three different companies uh all with their own vision of like what the game is uh what happens when like a different company how is it gonna how are we gonna have like that overlap of well zombies is now its standalone thing and we're gonna continue to support it but then the next year what if the next company wants to put out their version of zombies as well or what if what if the next company wants to put zombies in their game and not make it their standalone thing i i think we've been hearing uh also now of uh there's been rumors too about uh warzone coming out with something new or us getting like a a second iteration of warzone uh mm-hmm. so depending who is going to be the primary company to work on that uh i mean we'll see what we're going to get uh yeah. i i i just I, i'm not sure like how they're going to divide everything up uh Obviously, I think most people would probably feel most comfortable if we were to get something like that, if Treyarch were to kind of lead that charge because they're like the originators. They're the ones probably like with the best experience, I would say, uh, in terms of that part of Call of Duty, Call of Duty games. So uh, yeah. I, w- I would be down for that because I know there's a lot of people out there that there's a huge community like with uh, Call of Duty zombies out there. Oh, huh. it's not in the, it's not the majority like they're like multiplayer but uh they they were out there yeah no i that that's what i was curious about because you had mentioned that they were just not gonna do anything so it makes sense it seems like there it seems like something's brewing there um they have something up their sleeve so um i guess only time will tell um before i get into the one i want to talk about next i don't know if we could you see the trader for a goat simulator three they skipped two for whatever reason but i don't know if you saw the trader for a no goat I, simulator I, I, I missed that one uh it's straight up at first i was like i was like okay it looked it, it was a weird mesh between uh dead island and um it was very reminiscent of the dead island trader by the way uh when it first released years ago and then it went from that I, I, I need to watch that then, because that to me that's like the greatest <laughs> game trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> and then it was, and then it was two Sims, and then these goats start popping out, and these goats are taking out these people behind them, and this guy is just running, and you're like, what the hell? And there's the and I remember the chat, people are like, Dead Island, Dead Island, and they're like, what the? And then it just changed, and people are like, oh my god, a goat simulator. So, um, shout out to that trailer. I probably won't play it, but that trailer was good. It was a good trailer. Uh, just a little shout out there. Uh, the game I want to talk about next and i'm and that's because i'm not even sure if rico and i are going to go back to this game um they and oh they i already know that was next, that was next on my list then yeah um not, i'm not even sure if rico and i are going to go back if rico's dead set i'm going to jump in obviously with him because me and rico did take out that game together so uh outriders uh world slayer and the trailer looked really cool and i, I got a lot of death i thought it was destiny for a couple of seconds and i was looking at it i was like i've seen this before and it just it just never came to me until i saw the end of the trailer and i was like oh i was like it's it's uh it's outriders so i'm not sure i want to get rico's thoughts on it before i kind of you know so what do you think what do you think are, are we going to get into this or i i definitely am uh from the first time they announced it that that stuff was coming uh I was like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Just a reason to hop back in. I had a lot of fun uh, with the with the game the first time that uh, that I played. Yeah. Uh, I I we played a lot together, and I played a lot on my own too. Uh, but I I enjoyed the hell out of that game. 
And being that it's on Game Pass, uh, there's I feel like there's no reason for me not to jump yeah, back in. Game. And, and we said, remember we said when it came to Game Pass, like, oh, it's on Game Pass, let's try it. And we ended up, you know, sinking our teeth into it all the way up until the end and even did some of the post-game stuff. But I know Rico's gripe when it first came out was, well, post-game, post-game, post-game. And, this, and Rico's been dying for this post-game DLC. We're finally getting something post the game, past the game, right? So, and I was curious. I was like, man, if Rico gets into it, I'm, I'll get back into it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have, a, I actually have, I still have the base game loaded uh, there. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's automatically or when it's coming out or is it even, if it's even out, but I did, um, I did see that, you know, so I immediately thought of Rico when the, oh, the World Slayer trailer came out because it looked awesome. It really did. And I have yeah. to, I'd have to go back and recheck some things and, you know when you when you stay away from a game for too long and you go back in you're like okay what the hell so yeah uh i again i thought it i thought uh it looked phenomenal it highlighted the characters like the differences hopefully you know there's a little bit more variety in terms of skills and uh that i mean that's what that game was all about skills and having your identity and saying i'm gonna spec all into this and anytime that you can do that and feel unique uh versus like either the person playing with you or uh from one character to another like i I don't know like to me outriders did a hell of a job uh in that just uh it was missing just that end game i thought in my initial playthrough uh so i'm i'm excited to go back and uh experience something new uh speaking of end game uh the next thing that caught my mind caught my eye was uh marvel midnight I thought that looked super cool. Uh, not doesn't seem like it is going to be too different from something like uh, the Marvel. The what, what was the Marvel game that just came out? Oh, I'm thinking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um... The Avengers game. It was the Avengers. Oh, game. the Avengers. The Avengers game. Now <laughs> with some Ultimate Alliance, man. Yeah, with something with something like like uh uh, that has like these kind of make your build rpg kind of games you have to to me right away i'm like okay obviously you're gonna have fun playing through the story and you're you know picking your character whether it's somebody like wolverine uh blade i think uh who else i think they saw hulk uh, yeah well hulk i'm not sure hulk they show as a as a villain. Uh-huh. So I think we have Captain America, Captain Marvel, Wolverine, uh, Ghost Rider, Blade. There was also that uh, was a deal, not deal, it was a pre-order for, to get Strange. To, to get Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. So with something like this, it just comes down to like, okay, after the story, like obviously the story, the characters, an RPG style, being able to, uh, play different characters is, is what's going to draw me into the game but what's going to keep me there and that always yeah. usually with games like this comes to end game end game end game what am i doing am i making a build is there content that's going to be that's going to have nice replayability that's going to feel unique every time that's not going to feel repetitive uh so i'm all i'm i'm always down to be wolverine blade you know feel like a, a little bit of uh like just to feel like a little a a piece of what it is to be a badass like that you know 
uh, Wolverine with the claws slashing things, Blade with his sword doing all this crazy stuff, Spider-Man, you know. And the uh, designs look different. That, that's what was also cool. I, I, I did like that, the, the different designs that each character had to them. So it, it is described as a tactics RPG uh, by, Fire, by Fire Axis. I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, what yeah, else they work on? But uh, I'm excited for it. I just hope to see more and kind of down the line see like what the end game is going to be like. That's definitely if that's something that that I, if it's some if the end game ends up being something that I think looks interesting and compelling and I could play over and over like I could definitely see myself uh, sinking a lot of time. Into. Cool. Um, the next one I had, and not that I'm a sucker for these type, but it's, there's always something just. Because, and I noticed a lot of these, um, a lot of these announcements. You know, they're you see, uh, but it's, it's a first person with a gun in their hand, a first person with some sort of gun in their hand. So when you're able to use abilities, it's always cool. What type of abilities and so forth? It, it piqued my interest. Again, gonna be on my radar until I can get more information on it. See what's up. Is uh, Witchfire? That one looked kind of cool. Um, had that um, the words not coming Transylvanian look feel to it. Um, it looked cool. It seemed cool. You shoot, you shoot your weapons. You ha you have your abilities, I guess, with your left hand or whatever. Very real Bioshock, almost uh, remin uh, uh, reminiscent of there. Um, you're able to lift up these guys. You're able to shoot this bell. It explodes. You're able to do these things. These monsters are, are constantly coming out, and you have a, an assortment of weapons. It seems um, the initial trailer looked kind of it looked real nice. Um, the setting looked cool. The scenes looked cool. Uh, so that one is definitely on my radar. Uh, Witchfire is what it's called. See, so I would like to see more about that one down the line so what's your uh, yeah next uh, up next for me i think uh i'm not sure if i'll ever even touch this game but to me there was just something about it to me that just i thought holy crap this game looks super interesting and that was neon white yeah, I'm gonna, I, that's one of my list too i'm gonna check that out i'm gonna check i'm checking that out next week on my switch i'm it's or if it's coming coming Game Pass, might be coming to Game Pass. I I just kept I just I was like eh a card like cards no thanks. But the more like I watched and the more I saw, I'm like this game could be interesting. So I'm I'm probably not gonna get it as soon as it comes out. But I'll watch and I'll check. I'll I'll see what people say. Obviously, if you're gonna get into it, I'll I'll uh, take your opinion into account. Uh, it's on my list. It is, and it looked cool. And I know that was one of the games that I saw a rumor before, where they had mentioned that there might be an Eternal Direct coming soon. And that was that game in particular was the reason why that they thought, because apparently it was uh, somewhere on Reddit or somewhere, where the guy was uh, he wasn't able to put out videos for this until June fifteenth or sixteenth, and this game comes out on that day. So for whatever reason, this game is you know there with that rumor. But I, it, it came out for Summer Game Fest, and I, and it looked tripped out. It looked good. It looks. It's. I, I like trying stuff like that out. Um, so that one is definitely on my radar now. Whether if it if it's on Game Pass next week, I'll get on Game Pass. If I have to pay for it on my Switch, I'll end up getting it on my Switch. So I do have that one on my. I did have that one on my list too. So that's a cool one. Um, some of the and I'm a kind. I'm, I'm gonna kind of lump these three in together, just because. Usually when there's a game that's anime-esque, I just I'm automatically gonna have it on my radar. Um so and they showed three of them. Uh Star Rail, 
Zenless, Zenless Zone Zero, and Soul Hackers 2. I know nothing about Star Rail or, Star Rail or, or Zenless Zone. Um, they looked interesting. They looked like a lot of fun. Again, whenever there's an anime type of trailer that comes out, I usually keep my uh, my radar um, on, especially on those to see more or less, you know, what the general reviews are like and the gameplay is like and, you know, the overall environments. I see it's something that I would enjoy in an anime world. The Soul Hackers one seems and that this has already been talked about uh, uh, quite a bit already uh, in a few days ago or so, but they did show a little bit more during the Summer Game Fest. Soul Hackers one came out for a 3DS and it had positive reviews for the most part. And it is a Shin Megami Tensei game, which that's Persona. It's, it's uh, um, the Persona series, but it's the other side. Uh, the reason Persona even exists because of this side, right? So it is part of that series. So I looked intense. And if it's anything like the first one, I've, I've never played the first one, I, but I've seen gameplay. I've, I've checked it out um, as far as online to see what more, see if it's a Mayali. And it definitely is. That one uh, already on my radar, zoned in on Soul Hackers 2. So to kind of check that one out. Um, so I did lump those three in together just because of the anime aspect to them. So uh, Star Rail, Zenless Zone Zero, and Soul Hackers 2 for me. So um, I don't know which one you have on your list next. Uh, so uh, something that caught my attention, they announced a game by the name of Midnight Fight Express. I don't know if you saw that trailer. Basically uh, a top-down top uh, game with a guy that's just running around beating the crap out of people. I he's, a, he, he's a basically like he's uh running through a train, running through a town, uh jumping like from the top of one vehicle to another. And what really caught my attention was right before they showed the trailer, they said that this game was made was all made by one guy. Oh my, that's awesome. So I was like just as I was watching and listening and seeing like the different environments and everything. Uh, and then they, they included that the guy was one of the, one of the co-writers, I think of, of destiny Two, the witch queen, which is something I just played not too long ago. Uh, and I just was like, man, I cannot believe that one guy did all this. Uh, so I, I, I want to check it out. I want to check it out. I think it's going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, I think it's going to be on Game Pass, Switch, Steam, PS4, Xbox. So I'm, I'm checking that out for sure. I'm going to give it a go. Support this dude. Just I thought, that, I thought it looked amazing. Is it a single-player game? I believe so. Huh. huh. You know, and this, this just came to me when I said that for, for, for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, I want to see uh, Senua Hellblade 2. Uh, and it's weird that I haven't... It, for, it just came to me. I love the first one. Um, so I'm hoping to see more of that in the next few weeks or so. We have, what, two more, two three more days until we get the Xbox conference? So X, it, We get the Xbox conference and the extended Xbox conference. It, it, it'll be there for life. sure. Like there's, I don't think there's <laughs> any way that... that I know, that, that that's why. Senua so. doesn't show up there. And if, you, if anybody out there has not played Tenoa, play it with your headphones. Get invested. It's a short 10, 12-hour game. That game is an artistic masterpiece. It was amazing. Uh, Rico just posted a trailer for Midnight Fight Express. I will check that out once we're done here. I'm uh, kind of curious to see. as, as I didn't see it. I don't think I saw it in the Summer Game Fest thing. I might, I might have missed it somewhere or whatever. So I'll probably go back and check that out. Um, 
my last one uh and this is more of a this is more it's a niche game obviously and it's been talked about before if i'm not mistaken um my last my last one i saw for there and there was nightingale kind of looked also kind of cool there um, but i didn't really get to check it out so um i kind of had to stop it and i haven't gone back to kind of see everything else uh, but ninja turtles shredder's revenge and special shout out to rudy because uh we did past streets of rage 4 on a hard mode <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like a harder harder mode but you know that's as far as we got and ninja turtles does have six pair co-op uh where you can play as the four turtles and uh casey and uh, april um so that was cool uh and it's it, it's a beat em up it's a beat em up side scroller type game so i think rudy if it, it, it it's supposed to be coming to game pass if i'm not mistaken the game pass icon was there on the trailer so if it's coming to game pass i'll probably be playing it with rudy and I think Andrew also kind of mentioned it, um, and whoever else wants to play. Uh, but I, but I did shout out Rudy just because we did get through Streets of Rage four together. So um, Ninja Turtles Sh- Shredder's Revenge coming out next week, I believe, on the sixteenth. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the the sixteenth. That's my last one. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that that one. right away, as soon as I saw that game, I said, "Here, take my money." And then I saw later that it would be on Game Pass, so I said, "Oh." <laughs> game pass game pass game pass yeah so uh right away like i saw it and i'm like oh my goodness another <laughs> simpsons another uh x-men like it's just a- another arcade game that i never knew that i needed and that's because i'm not really a ninja turtles guy but just those kinds of games there's something to the simplicity and the oh yeah you know the co-op of just being able to go in there with your friends uh <laughs> you know get into conversation with them and all while you're beating the shit out of these bad guys you know yeah and and I, again so you count rico in me Rico, whoever's gonna play we're gonna be playing that game and it's funny because every time every time xbox and you and um, on our, we have a group chat with a with a group of our friends, and every time something so you see the Game Pass icon, especially during X- Xbox's conference, it says Game Pass. We start chanting Game Pass, Game Pass, because Xbox is gonna put all their stuff on Game Pass. You know what I mean? And and every time someone says, "Oh," and and um, Cornelio says, "Oh yeah, this guy to have Game Pass." I was like, "You don't have Game Pass?" I was just like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> Always giving them you know snarky comments and stuff for not having Game Pass. So. Game Pass is where it's at, especially that. Well, you know, Ninja Turtles coming out next week, and another another fun uh, game added to that list. Yes. But I'm done with my list of Summer Game Fest, and again, this was just um, games that were on here that I saw. I didn't get to finish the Nightingale one trailer; kind of tripped out, so maybe I'll check that one out. I will be checking out Midnight Fight Express. Uh, but I'm gonna hand it over to Rico, let him finish up with whatever else you have, and I will give you my thoughts. Uh, so the one of the other ones that I thought was just interesting to me uh, because of the music was a game that was called Metal Hellsinger. Metal Hellsinger. That was that was the last one. That's where I stopped. That's where I stopped watching it because I had to yeah. leave. The guy the the guy that came out and introduced it said like like was talking about how like do you ever find yourself listening to music like what uh went while you're killing bosses or slaying bad guys or whatever and he's like now what if that was incorporated in the game and i was just like that sounds dope <laughs> right off the bat and then uh the game was very different looking but uh just the 
the music and the shooting, like to me, just look super cool. Uh, I don't know if this was one of those Game Pass games or not. I don't think so. I'm seeing here PC, Xbox, PS5, Steam, and it is later yeah, this year. But just the music for me, the music shooting, uh, it's gonna include. Uh, I think they said one of the artists from Lamb of God, uh, metal music, heavy rock music, which is something I've always loved. Uh, that just got me right away. Just headbanging and just killing stuff. Game reminds me a lot. I'm looking at the trailer right now. Um, the Doom games. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the Doom and I think Andrea mentioned it. Um, it's the it's very hardcore music and um, you kind of play to that music because everything's just running after you, kind of sinister. But this one is actually these are actual. Um, the soundtrack's by actual people. I, I don't know if um, that's what you're playing to, but it looks intense. Yeah. System of Down. <laughs> yeah, cool. it, it, yeah, the System of a Down guy's on there. Uh, I saw Yorn. So, cool. So, so it, to me, it looks dope. Uh, I, I really don't know too much more about it. I just think it, it looked cool. Uh, the last thing I was going to touch on is uh, The Last of Us Remastered. Uh, Looking at some of the comparisons of uh, of what the game was when it originally, where, where did Last of Us originally come out, Mark? PS3 or PS4? Original PlayStation 3. Yeah. Last so, of Us Part 1. So, so looking at what it used to look like versus what it's about to look like, I thought it looked pretty crazy. Uh, myself, I have never played Last of Us. I've heard. The hype, I've heard a lot about it. Uh, I've had to miss out, being that I've never been p- part of the PlayStation ecosystem. But I'm super hyped that it's getting remade, and I'm super hyped that it's coming to PC. Uh, oh, that's right. It's on PC. So I am definitely going to check, going to be playing that. Not going to check it out. I'm going to be playing that game when it comes to PC in its fully remastered version. And I'm super hyped because. I'm going to be able to play that game, experience it, see what all the hype's about. I have not, I, I do not know spoilers. I don't know anything about the game. I don't know what makes it amazing. I don't really know about the characters. I do know about, you know, that it's centered around uh, Joel, the guy, and then the, the, the little girl that's with him. Uh, but I'm really excited to experience that. And then, you know, here down the line, we're going to get the TV show, which they... Uh, gave us just a little uh, snippet, some pictures and stuff like that. Uh, they also brought in, I think, the cast of the voice actors in the original game. And they made some comments, too, about uh, the ca- the actors that are playing the characters in the series and how they were on set to kind of help them out. And uh, just talked about uh, what a phenomenal job the actors are doing. Uh, and I think the guy, I'm not sure if it was the director or the writer or somebody that was up there, some, somebody, somebody big having to do with the, with the game, uh, was saying that this is going to be the best, uh, adapt that in his opinion, this is going to be the best adaptation of a video game to live action. And I thought, holy shit, like that is a big, especially with 
the success of the Last of Us series, I thought that was very telling. Like for him to have that confidence. To be fair, Naughty Dog is very cinematic and very story driven. So that is that's not too far fetched, considering that the that the game itself is is a can be a, a film. It's cinema. It's 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 just super heavily story driven. Um, so that's gonna be interesting to see, especially as it's gonna be a TV series and not a movie. They're gonna be able to flesh out a lot more things, um, as far as The Last of Us is concerned. But so that that is exciting, especially the remaster is gonna be a lot of fun. I have played the first one. Strangely enough, I haven't played the second one, and not because I didn't want to or anything. In fact, I just haven't gotten to it. And it's not a long game. Obviously, it's story driven. Um, but I will be getting to that soon, hopefully. All right, so I think that's it for Game Fest. I think that's it for our week, uh, our news, our everything, our meta for this week. The last thing I'll mention is uh, we haven't done this in, I think, two, three weeks, but a hero of the week for this week. And uh, it's kind of a – it might come off a little funny at first, but my hero of the week this week is Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Huh. Now – this actually is not centered at all around basketball, but a couple, it, it, it's been in the works now for a while, but I'm just going to read from this, uh, this little article, this uh, little article that I have here. It says, billionaire Mark Cuban has launched a war against Big Pharma. Recently, he started an online pharmacy where over 100 life-saving medications are offered at low cost. He charges a standard 15% markup in an industry that typically sees no less than 100% markup. In just one example, a life-saving leukemia drug with a typical retail price of $9,657 is offered by him for a total of $47. Insurance is not accepted due to the fact that it would force him to work with manufacturers that require certain price points. And his website is costplusdrugs.com so uh, i mean I, what what really do you have to say about something like this uh just yeah it speaks for itself he's trying to help out people uh that are at, the, at their most vulnerable often uh that don't really have any other choice but to you know when the choice is like you're either going to pay me this money come up with this money, go into debt or this medicine that's not going to, that's not going to help you continue to stay alive or that's going to affect your quality of life. Uh, whether it's something like it mentions here, leukemia or whether it's diabetes medication, uh, all different things that we kind of, uh, are very reliant on in this day and age, like for somebody, especially somebody that's so well off, to kind of give back in this sort of way and go against the status quo in a, in a huge industry like Big Pharma. Uh, just, I mean, what else can you do but just applaud the guy and say kudos, man? Like, uh, I think that's huge. <laughs> I mean, it, it speaks for itself, um, especially, you know, the people who are in, in, in need of this medication. Um, it's big. It's big time. And again, I, I, it's speechless because I don't have the, the words to really express, you know, what's being done. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and we're all we all have uh, we all in our families at some point have somebody that suffers through either cancer or something with diabetes, other complications, whether it's heart, blood pressure. You know, it, it's it's going to impact all of us in some way, if not directly, um, at some point in our life. So, I mean, Mark Cuban, our hero of the week. But I think that's a wrap on uh, on episode 10 of the Meta Era podcast. Uh, I think uh, we have a couple more big gaming shows that we're going to have between now and next week. So I'm pretty sure that we're going to cover. I'm not sure if we'll do a bonus episode for maybe the Xbox Bethesda one, being that that's probably going to be the bigger the bigger conference that we have here coming up. Yeah, uh, I think we'll probably most likely do that. What do you think? Yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. I think you should be expecting an Xbox bonus episode, so yeah, we can cover everything for our for our Thursday's episode, our main episode coming up. But there's still a lot to cover. There's still a lot to talk about. Um, if you haven't checked out our thoughts about the previous um, state of play, um, check us out. We are on Spotify, Apple, um, RSS.com, um, and listen to our thoughts. Let us know what you think. All right. So this is Rico signing out. All right. You have a good one. This is Marcus out. Later.